Hey there, welcome back to the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a more compassionate plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Today, we are super excited to welcome a guest. Our guest today is Siobhan Smith, author of the book, Three Day Vegan. We reviewed Siobhan's book recently, and we really resonated with the... um, with the message that it was sending. And we've talked about this before. I think that we talked about this probably way back in episode one, when we started the podcast in 2013. And that is trying to help folks adapt to a more plant-based lifestyle without thinking of it as an all or nothing type of Yeah, we, deal, talk about, right? we talk about that a lot. I think that's one of our main like kind of messages, right? Right. So in her book, Siobhan gives you step-by-step suggestions, inspiration, and motivation to help ease you into veganism three days at a time. So whether you're a vegetarian looking to incorporate some vegan days, or you're an omnivore who just really isn't interested in becoming either vegetarian or vegan, but you do want to reduce a little bit, this book has something for you. But before we get into that, let's give a shout out to today's sponsor. Buddha Bowls, the vegetarian Zen way. Trying to create healthy meals for your family can be an exercise in frustration. We know firsthand. Meal planning takes time and it can be challenging to find well-balanced meals that are quick, easy, and can be adapted to satisfy various nutritional needs. For example, gluten-free, vegan, vegetarian, omnivore, all of that. Even more frustrating is having to throw away spoiled produce that you had every intention of cooking but never found the time or should I say the quote right recipe to use it in. Money down the drain. Despite producing our own vegetarian podcast for since 2013, Larissa and I found ourselves here until we discovered Buddha bowls. What the heck is a Buddha bowl? Buddha bowls, sometimes called power bowls, nourish bowls, hippie bowls, sunshine bowls, macro bowls, are essentially bowls filled with vibrant, healthy food. You've seen these on Instagram. While they are typically plant-based and dairy-free, I have seen some variations that include fish or meat, which can work well for households that have both plant-based eaters and omnivores. So this is a big reason why we love Buddha bowls. They're quick and easy to make. They make meal planning and meal prep easy and fun, and they are great for blended households. In this book, you will learn what Buddha Bowls are and why they are the perfect meal, how to create your own awesome combinations based on your needs and specific tastes, and some of our own favorite ingredient combinations or recipes, plus ideas for sauces and dressings. For more information and to purchase the book, head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash bootable book, and you will see an option to purchase the book at the reasonable price of $4.99. Again, that's vegetarianzen.com forward slash bootable book, and all proceeds go right back into supporting the show. All right, are we ready to get into the main topic? Yes, we are. So before we bring Siobhan on the show, let's let's give a little bit of background. So Siobhan was born and raised in San Francisco, and uh, she's an explorer by nature, and she's traveled and studied and lived in many different countries and on different continents, and she's multilingual, which is something that I always would love to do, right? Learn, learn, yeah. learn different languages. Uh, so besides having an interest in nutrition, Siobhan's background includes international relations, advertising, marketing, public relations, film, acting, photography, and theater, as well as, as other things. So she's all out there. Quite the renaissance 
woman for sure. <laughs> That's right. So her varied interests have led her to writing screenplays and producing other creative works. She's received awards and recognition for her sp- screenplay, The Polish Medallion, including Best Screenplay at the Pasadena International Film F- Festival in 2016, which is super cool. Way cool. I don't know that I've ever known anyone who's won awards for a screenplay. No. That's really cool. All right. Well, let's bring Siobhan on the show. Welcome to the show, Siobhan. Thank you, Vicki. It's nice to be here. Thank you for yeah. inviding me on your podcast. Yeah, Absolutely. welcome. We're, we're glad to have you. Thank and you. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, especially right now when we're all, I mean, it's so nice to hear another human. <laughs> that's, that's right. It is, it's nice to make some connection when the whole world is, you know, quarantined place for the most part, right? It's nice yeah. to have um, some more connection with people. So, yes, thank you for that opportunity for today. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's start out. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Maybe some of uh, a little bit of your background and then also would love to know, you know, your, um, we're going to talk a little bit about your book, uh, Three Day Vegan. We yes. want to talk about how you, how you got to that. Sure. Yeah, great. Well, I'm, I'm based out of San Francisco and um, I'm a writer and I've, I've had a lot of different things. I'm a little bit multifaceted, I guess you could say. And so um, I've, you know, so my past experience has also been in like advertising, PR, marketing, um, and I've been doing a lot of writing in the last, you know, six years or so. And I've also, um, in the sort of the entertainment creative field, I write screenplays as well. Um, and trying to, um, have some things happen in that, in that regard. But how I got involved with three day vegan is, um, you know, over the last so many years, the last maybe 10 years or so, a few more and more of my friends have kind of become vegan. And some of them would talk to me about it and they'd be like, Oh, you know, you should try it. And it's so great. And I'm like, Oh, that sounds awesome. You know, I could see so many great things about it, but I always had a little bit of hesitation because I, I love all kinds of food. I've, I've lived in France. I've lived in Spain. I've lived in different countries and traveled and I love to eat all kinds of food from around the world. It's just, you know, I'm just kind of a little bit of an adventurer and, not just traveling, but also eating and liking to explore and, and all that. So, so part of the curiosity, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a curious person. So I was very curious about learning more about the vegan lifestyle. But before I was sort of like hesitant because I kept thinking like, oh, do I have to give up everything like dairy and everything and all that? So I kind of held back for a few years. And then a, a couple of years ago, I started to think, well, you know, why is it that you have to do all or nothing? I mean, it just seems like um, I, I, I can see the point of it would be great to incorporate some of these things, but maybe you can do some of it and it doesn't have to be all the time. To me, that seems like a better than nothing plan as sort of like my little tagline for my book, um, a three-day vegan, the better than nothing plan. Um, and so I was thinking to myself a couple years ago, you know, maybe two, a little over two years ago now, um, gosh, you know, you know, as especially I, a couple of my friends that would talk to me about them being vegan, I thought there's so many great points about being vegan. You know, you eat less animal, um, fat, you eat less animal products also for, you know, for animals, for the, you know, the world, um, global, um, the global climate and just better for your body. And I could see so many great things about being vegan and all the benefits that you can have in incorporating more fruits and vegetables in your life and, and having different protein sources. So there's so many good things, but because of that part of me that likes to, you know, be exploring and have 
not, I don't like to be denied all my options. So I like to keep my options open. So part of me was thinking, okay, the only way me thinking to myself, the only way I think I could do this vegan thing, me thinking to myself is if I kind of created my own plan. Um, So kind of without telling any of my vegan friends a couple years ago, I thought I'm just going to see what I can do. So I thought, you know, I'm also kind of a big learner. I research, I read a lot and stuff like that. So I thought I'll just, let me just try to figure out as much as I can about what it is to be vegan and then try to incorporate this into my life. And I thought, you know, maybe I could be a three-day vegan. That's not all the time. I could probably, um, you know, I could do it, maybe try it for a few days. I thought I would give myself this test for like eight weeks and see if I could do it. And I didn't know if I could do it. And that's why I didn't even tell anybody that I knew about it, you know, that was vegan or whatever. Cause I thought, you know, who knows, maybe I'll fail in a week, you know, who knows? But I thought I'm just going to give it a try. So I, I started, um, you know, researching a lot of the substitutes, a lot of the different things that you could switch for this or that. And my first but my first week before I actually started changing my eating, I just did um, sort of like this test. And I have that in my book of like basically just to eat exactly how I normally eat for one week and kind of keep track of what it is. Keep track. Do I eat? Do I have a lot of dairy? Do I eat a lot of meat? Do I eat seafood? Do I eat chicken? Do I eat eggs? What are the things that I, I normally eat and how often do I do that? Um, to kind of find out what will my obstacles be when I actually start this, you know, and how much fruit and vegetables do I normally incorporate into my day or, you know, what, so I could figure out what are going to be my limitations, what could be my obstacles. And so that was basically sort of the first thing I did was I had this one week, I, um, as I mentioned in my book, I have, you know, when I first started this, like the first six months, I had like a calendar where I picked my days. And for me at that time, I do it a little different now, but when I, for the first, you know, six months, first year, more or less, I was doing more or less Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Cause I thought for me, that would be the easiest, you know, I could like think, okay, these will be the days that I could do it. And then I felt like I could have my weekends open just in case, you know, just in case I want to do something different. (laughs) And so like, you know, to make it more doable for me, but I also say in the book for people, you know, you don't have to do what I do. Like, um, and I even say, you know, you're the boss, you're the boss of your own life. You get to design what works best for you. So part of also the original week plan is for people to see what are the days that they think they might be more willing to incorporate this into their life if they want to try it out, if they want to test it. Um, because this is for people that are basically curious about being a vegan, but maybe haven't done it yet. So I was like a brand new, I was like a virgin vegan. You know, I'd never, I'd never eaten really any really vegan food that I knew about. I might've eaten stuff, but not knowing necessarily, Oh, this is vegan or this is not. Um, so I was starting it from a person that really knew nothing, not, not too much. And I was was, also, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask you. And was there a significance to you with the three days particularly, or is there? Well, to me, I thought I wanted to do it where it had some kind of structure consistency and where I felt like I was doing it enough so I could, um, kind of find out more about this eating style. I thought if I just did it one meal a week, a person could do that. But I was thinking for me to do kind of to really see if this could have, how would this incorporate into my life? I thought I needed to be more significant than just a random, every once in a while, I'll try to eat something vegan. That did not, for me, it was better to have a little bit of structure, have a little bit of consistency, and also to force me 
to look and see what are my options, what are my good substitutes, what could work as a substitute for, um, you know, what my usual breakfast, lunch, or dinner might have been, you know. And yeah. so well, go ahead if you want and to I, like I, to ask them. Well, and I, I was going to say I, I like the the flexible structure kind of thing. So it's like, yeah, you've got that three days, you know, that you're committed to, but you're not, you haven't made it so strict that it's got to be like, you know, Monday at at midnight to Thursday at, you know, 1159. I mean, you, you have that flexibility so that you do it on the days that it works for you within that structure. Right. And for some people, it could, you know, will be different. And to be honest, now I, I've mixed it up even more because now it's been about two years. So now I, I kind of know, you know, a lot of my, you know, what I like to have vegan and sometimes I do vegetarian, whatever. And so I mix my meals sometimes throughout the week now, you know, so it's not necessarily for me now just structured Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or, you know, whatever. And people do not have to do consecutive days and they don't even have to do three days, as I mentioned. And some people might want to try one day a week just to kind of see what it's like, test it out. Other people might want to be a full-time vegan and they might want to do this as a start to see how you start, you know, so really people can do whatever they want, whatever works for them. And some people might work a night shift and maybe they're like, oh, I, this day after I work, I don't want to do that, but I can do it on the weekend or whatever, you know, so everybody has things that, they know their schedule and they know their lifestyle um, better um, to decide what works best for them. Um, but for me, yeah, originally I thought, okay, three days, I, you know, it's like 42% of the week is eating vegan. So I figure I would have a good chance to really find out what are some good options um, and to make some, you know, hopefully good choices and different things I can incorporate into my life to make sure that I, you know, I do get enough protein. I'm having, you know, some good results from trying this lifestyle and also understanding and learning about it. Because for me, I was also just learning about what it was. And um, so then after I kind of went through my experience, I thought, well, you know, if this could kind of work for me, Maybe there's other people like me that aren't necessarily perfect out there that are more the imperfect of that, but might be interested in wanting to incorporate some, you know, good nutrition into their life. Not to say that they're not having good nutrition otherwise, but just them adding some other healthy options in addition to what they're doing um, to kind of see what this lifestyle is about. And, you know, that's why I figure it's, it's the better than nothing plan. It's better than doing nothing. You know, so I was thinking like to some of my vegan friends, well, you know, maybe it's not like what you're doing, but it's better than nothing. <laughs> Yeah, right. I was going to ask you, so when did you finally like come out to your vegan friends and say, hey, I've been doing this? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So like for some people, um, you know, some for some people, it wasn't until I really kind of released the book, you know, because I kind of like was ho- kind of hoping to make it a nice surprise for them. Because originally, you know, part of it was as a, a nice gesture to some of my friends that I was trying to get to know more about their lifestyle, you know, and understand it, you know, and not... Um, and then just to see if it would work for me, but even if I, you know, cause I didn't know how it was going to go in the very beginning. So originally it was just to find out more, to understand more about what some of my friends were doing and, and things like that. And then I thought if this works out well, then I could tell them later, but I didn't want to say anything too early because I thought, you know, who knows, you know what? But then, um, so yeah, so to some of them later, I'd see them for, you know, that I had one one vegan friend who I was having dinner with like maybe six months after and I hadn't really mentioned much, but I was like, Oh yeah, no, I knew what you could get because you know, she would always be like, Oh yeah, I need to go to this vegan restaurant before 
I didn't know too many options. And I'm like, I know lots of places to take you now. <laughs> and, you know, that's a, that's a really good segue into um, kind of a, a question that, that I had is that have you gotten any kind of backlash since you released your book, since you kind of, uh, you know, put this out there, have you gotten any backlash from like the vegan community and not necessarily your friends? Cause I'm sure, you know, all your friends are, right. are like, this is super awesome, but just, you know, sometimes some people in the plant-based or vegan community can be a little bit, you know, kind of, you know, and I, I have, unfortunately. So, <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. Sometimes being in the middle is not always a good thing for people. They either want you to be all in or all out. And I'm like, well, why not a little bit of both? You know, so, <laughs> um, so you know, not every not everybody sees the way I see. I suppose where I'm like, I like to be open to all good things. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, I mean, I've had a couple of events sometimes where I've had people kind of give me um, a lot of questioning and not necessarily a pleasant way about, well what gives you the right to say that people can do this sort of, um, or why, why, why would you suggest part-time? They should be doing it full-time. This is not worth anything. Well, no, I mean, for a person, for health reasons, for the environment, for things, it still can make some good effects. And some people don't want to be a vegan full-time, whether it's personal preference, maybe medical reasons, or who knows what, you know, people have lots of reasons why they do. Not everybody has to be a vegan, in my opinion, but some people feel like maybe that is the case and that's okay if that is what they, they want, they believe or want. And, and I, I think everyone should do what they should do as long as it's a healthy and good thing for them and hopefully other people as well. But I don't, I don't like to be judgmental or tell people what they should or shouldn't do. And I like to give people options if I find something good, like healthy options in this way, where I think this can provide some healthy options and, a person can do it full time if they want to, but it's it, it's meant for people that also want to just try it out and and have it be maybe a part of their regular daily life, but maybe you know three days a week or one day a week or four days a week or five days a week or whatever works for them. So, yeah. um, so I I have unfortunately encountered the um the not so nice side of people, you know the hundred percent hardcore, um. Sometimes people thinking like you can't suggest anything less than that or that's that's not anything um, worthwhile. And I'm thinking I think having some good improvements to your health, to adding some more nutritional value in whatever way that you choose is a good value, even if it's not um, 100% of the time, even if other people think that's what people should do. I think people can make their own choices about what they want and hopefully to incorporate some good healthy choices in what they want to do. I mean, people also that want to be maybe that are, are like completely carnivores right now and they want to maybe even try being a part-time vegetarian could also use my book as a guideline and add dairy if they would like. I mean, it's just, but my book is mostly meant for people in being, you know, a part-time vegan incorporating that into your life, but they can also use it for reducing meat consumption and looking at different alternatives for healthy eating options. Right. Well, you know, I got to say you've come to the right podcast because that is, that's totally, you know, that's totally our vibe and that's, that's kind of why we started ours in the first place. So, I mean, you're like perfectly in the right, in the right place with the right audience. Yeah. Cool. When we started oh, cool. ours in 2013. We were just, we, I was so, I, we had watched a couple of documentaries and we kind of, did go just cold. I mean, we went like all the meat was out of our, our house, like in a day. And right. we just said, this is what we're going to do. And, 
But as time went on, it is harder when you think of it as all or nothing. And I've mentioned on the podcast before that I've struggled with some eating disorders um, since since my teens. And so Mm -hmm. it's very hard for me not to be triggered when I think of all or nothing with anything. So this is why this is why we decided to start this podcast, like Larissa just said, because we knew there was a community in there, you know, because I personally, I think everything and not 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 just veganism, vegetarianism, everything like politics, everything is on a spectrum. I think right. You've got people at either extremes and then you have the majority of us in the middle that are just trying to do the best that we can on any given day. And some days are better than others. And if you're going to hold yourself to either extreme, you're just going to make yourself miserable. You're going to make other people miserable. And it, to me, it just doesn't, that doesn't work for me. And that's why we created this podcast is for all the people in the middle, the people that were respectful of where other people were on their journeys, but just still wanted to learn. So this is why we really loved, you know, the the concept of your book because it does fit right into that vibe yeah no I think so I think it's always good you know at least you know for me and it sounds like for you too things in moderation are almost you know always pretty good for most people um (laughs) and and so it's like you know um I mean, people can choose to do what they want, you know, and if some people want to be full-time vegan, that's 100% okay. And I respect that. And I, I, and I, I see the health benefits and, and all that, but not everyone chooses to do that or wants to do that for various reasons. And so this gives people another option if they are vegan curious, if they are interested in checking it out and wanting to know more about it, but maybe not committing full-time. And because, you know, all of us, it's, it's important to incorporate all kind of into our life in, you know, a good, healthy way. And I think having good health is not just also what you eat, but it's incorporated with your body, mind, and spirit, and hopefully having everything in alignment. Um, you know, nobody has a perfect day or a perfect life or is a perfect person, but we all, I think, try to do the best that we can, you know, for the most part, and we all want good things for other people and ourselves. And, you know, we just try to do the best we can. So yeah, where we absolutely. Can lo- you know, where we can learn about good things to help us, you know, feel better about our health or other things is I think it's that's, you know, a good thing to know more about good options for people, but also giving people a choice to make their own decisions of what's the best for them and what works best for them in their life. So, yeah, Cause, you it, know, because us two kind of being like you in the middle, you know, we can get we mm-hmm. haven't gotten too much considering how long we've been doing this. We haven't gotten you know, like a lot of those kind of folks that come at us. But when yeah. that does happen, you know, one of the things I ask is, well, what's the alternative? Like, are right. you going to, are they just going to say, cause that person could very well go, well, forget it then. I'm not going to try it. Why try it all? So well, instead of having, you know, kind of like to your point, part-time is better than nothing. <laughs> cause at least right. got somebody that is, you know, and same thing kind of like with the faux meat stuff. I know that's not like healthy. I know yeah. that. I mean, if I, 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 and I do have some of that on occasion, but if it's, if you can offer somebody an impossible Whopper and they try it and they like it, well, you're taking uh-huh. some meat off the table, so to speak. You know what I mean? You're, somebody says, huh? Like I, we went to a restaurant one time with some friends of ours and it was, um, Cheesecake Factory. And I, uh-huh. they have the Impossible Burger there too. And I got the Impossible Burger. That was where I had it for the first time. And yeah. one of my friends said, can you get one of my friends who's, who's not a vegetarian? Or um, She said, can I have a piece of that to try it? And I said, sure. So uh-huh. I gave her a piece. She's like, I could order that. Like she said, yeah. I couldn't even tell the difference. So I mean, 
that to me, if she orders it one time, that's a win, you know? <laughs> so right, giving people it. more options. I mean, not that everyone's right. going to be eating, you know, impossible burgers, f- three meals a day or anything, but it's nice for people to have options when if they're, you know, if they're vegan or they're part-time vegan or whatever, and they want to have, or even vegetarian, and they want to have some non-meat options, it gives people another good option. And there's, there's actually so much more now, even in just, you know, two years ago from when I started this journey for myself. And so, um, but you know, it's always good to, you know, still pay attention to what you eat. Like, I, you know, I think I wrote in my book, you know, whole foods are best, real food is where it's at because, but sometimes we, it's, you know, you're, we're going to eat things and they're going to have 10,000 ingredients, but most of the time I think it's best, you know, to try to keep it the, the least amount of ingredients as possible. But, you know, we all, we all can indulge when we want. We all can, um, you know, make, make healthy choices for ourselves. And sometimes we're just, you know, you just want to go have a, an impossible burger or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, we were talking a little bit. That's still a good alternative. Before. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say we were talking a little bit before we got started recording, but it, mm-hmm. especially right now with the, with the shelves being so bare in the grocery stores, you really have right. to get creative with some of the stuff, you know? Absolutely. Uh, so, and it's good that yeah. we have some takeout options and it's also good to support other businesses right now with all this craziness happening in the world where, you know, so it's good to, um, you know, we are, I mean, everybody's having a lot more limited options, of course, at this time where most of us have been sheltered in place. Um, and there's a lot less available on the shelves and in the stores, but I think where we can, it's always good to support our local markets and, or go to the cafes or the, some of the takeout places you go and and find some good options for you to help keep people stay in business. As long as you're being, you know, wearing your protective, um, I guess they call it PPE, but not for not for uh, health professionals, but for non-health professionals, unless, of course, you are a health professional. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I wanted to ask you, so when you were, uh, you know, putting when you were running this experiment uh, mm-hmm. of going three, three days a week and when you mm-hmm. first started uh, and I know your book is kind of part workbook, too. Right. So you have some like, let's yeah. let's uh, talk about yeah, it sounds like it mirrors very much what you did when you were starting this, right? Like, let's talk about what you eat normally uh, during right. the week and then, um, and then working from there. What challenges, did you have any, did you any road bumps yourself uh, when you were Absolutely. starting to do this? Yes, I did. And even at the end of each of my chapters in the book, I talk about, you know, some of the obstacles or things like key points. And, and I think, well, because I started off, um, testing this out as sort of an eight week, you know, a little more than two months to see if I could do it um, program. And then I did, I continued it after that, but that was my original um, test. You know, I was sort of the guinea pig for my own idea. And I have to say the first week I think was kind of really hard. The only good thing is I think I lost a little bit of weight because I was so afraid to eat anything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know if that's vegan. I better not eat it. <laughs> and so, but then of course, as time went on, I figured out all the things to eat and then, okay, that wasn't so much of an issue anymore, but <laughs> I was like, well, maybe I should go back to that feeling like I shouldn't eat anything anymore. So I found out all the fun things to eat and there's a lot of options. There's even vegan cakes, there's vegan pies, there's good vegan butter. There's so so eventually uh, yeah. it got to the point where I, okay, then I had to like, okay, tone it down. It's like, this isn't really, um, so it's not necessarily that you lose weight being a vegan as I found out. Um, <laughs> but you, I mean, of course you can, but it, you know, it just depends on what you eat. And I remember I was also very naive when I first started this, even before I started talking to one of my vegan friends and saying, 
gosh, you know, you might like when this person had kind of recently started, I was like, you must be starving to death. I, was, I mean, cause I was, I was just thinking, you know, sort of naive on my part. What do you eat? How how can you eat anything? You must be losing weight every day. I thought maybe I should maybe I should try this. You yeah, know, unfortunately, but, there is also vegan junk food. So. Yeah. There, there is, and as you find out more about it, you find out you can almost get anything vegan. So pretty much any of your you know things that you usually eat to indulge, you can pretty much find ice cream, pies, cookies, yep. cake, you know, whatever, pizza, all that stuff. There's all kinds of stuff. So really. But it took me a while to figure this out. But I was definitely one of the naive ones from the beginning. I was like, really? What do you eat? Just a, you eat apple, oranges? That's like you eat. So I totally, I totally was in, you know, not knowing what was going on. So part of, part of me doing this also was research for myself. <laughs> and of course, I found out you can eat lots of things. And to be honest, even before I did this, um, I was never officially uh, vegetarian or, you know, not definitely not any part vegan or nothing like that. But naturally, um, when I was reviewing what I eat over the week, the first week, and what I've remembered about myself over the years, I actually have never been a huge meat consumer. I do eat meat on occasion. I have, you know, eaten meat on occasion. But a lot of times I have probably geared more towards vegetarian without even thinking about it, you know, without ever, you know, over my, you know, over my half of my life probably. But not intentionally, just that's just kind of what I've preferred. So... Um, although I've always had some meat in my life at different times, but, but I was never really a big meat eater. But so when I was going through my, my first week, I think the biggest challenge for me was the dairy and the eggs. That was the hardest thing for me in the beginning. Um, because I, I love dairy, you know, I used, like I said, I lived in France. I love all the, you know, burr butter products. <laughs> I love all the pastries. I love all that stuff. And, um, and I love my lattes or cappuccino. I, 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 I love those things. So I was like, and that was really one of the reasons why I kind of even hesitated trying this idea before I, I thought of, I can create my own idea. What's, what am I waiting for all or nothing plan? Um, <clears throat> so that, I think that was one of the hardest things for me was figuring out what I could do to substitute the dairy and the eggs option or, but actually keeping my three day thing, I thought, well, eggs, I can still have eggs once a week if I want or whatever, you know, I'll just do it on my other day. But dairy, I couldn't just do that once, you know, or twice or whatever. So I, you know, I switched to some different, um, you know, milk, plant-based milk. And there's lots of different options as I'm sure all, a lot of your listeners know. I mean, there's soy, almond, cashew, oat, what have you. For me, um, my preference for me is usually almond milk for most things, but I have found that oat milk is very close to regular milk when it comes to lattes or like that has a, a similar kind of consistency possibly. But I also now sometimes will do a lot of Americanos, which is basically just espresso and hot water, you know, but people mm-hmm. can do whatever they want. But that was a big thing for me because I'm big on my I was always big on espresso drinks so, <laughs> yes. with the milk or whatever. So that was one of the biggest challenges for me. And yogurt, I've always loved yogurt. But now I have found some really great other options. Like for me, I mostly, they have it in all different, cashew, whatever, almond, everything. But I like uh, almond milk and I found a really good Greek style um, almond milk yogurt with Kite Hill. And I think they're out of California, but so usually I get theirs um, when I can, and they're a really good um, option if you like yogurt or Greek-style yogurt. And I'm sure there's lots of other dairies out there that make 
plant-based dairy um, that have other options as well. But that was a good one. So in the beginning, I'd say that was one of my biggest challenges. Um, and, and also in the very beginning, finding out what kind of I could eat and also, you know, being with other people like, okay, because <clears throat> a lot of, you know, people that I eat with are not vegan at all or vegetarian at all. And I even have had some of my other friends like, that didn't know I was even working on this book that were not vegan, vegetarian. And they're like, oh no, you didn't turn into one of those people. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask you that question. I was going to say, okay, so we talked about coming out to your vegan friends, but your your non-vegan vegetarian friends, that can be something too. Yeah. Unfortunately, it also was. So yeah, in a way, being in the middle is not always a good idea, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you get hit from both sides. (laughs) I know. So I seriously, I, I had someone that really, seriously said that and I was like um really don't you know if I'm don't you know who I am I <laughs> like don't you know I like to eat lots of stuff like I don't know I think they thought I was going to go hardcore vegan and telling everybody else that they could not eat anything but vegan uh, yeah. if you know what I mean yeah. you know it's like where they think no you can't touch that and I'm not, no that's not who I am don't you read my book it's all about you choose what you want to do <laughs> yeah well see that's so, another that's another issue with the call-out culture that we were just talking about earlier is unfortunately they stereotype everyone like that mm-hmm. because I think people were pleasantly surprised when Larissa and I became vegetarian that we weren't preaching i said no yeah. i worry about my plate you worry about yours you know and right and if you want if you have questions or you you want to know more then i'm happy to talk to you about it but yeah. it's not up to me to to make you do anything yeah we're not going to look right. at your plate and go yeah. oh my what are you eating you know we, that's the yeah we just don't do that we don't like it when people do that to us so we don't want to do that to other right. people yeah, nobody likes it when people say, no, you can't eat that. Then you're like, no, yeah. I'm going to eat that more. Exactly. <laughs> Give me that second piece of cake. Don't tell me what to do. Right? I mean, I don't like people to tell you, me what I'll to do. I'll eat this whole cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So nobody likes anybody to tell them what to do, and I certainly don't. So I think it's, it's always good. People will make their own choices, and hopefully, you know, people will make the best choices for them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it is interesting how a lot of times people want to just say, oh, you can't do that or you can't do that. You know? Mm-hmm. You let people yeah. make their own choices as long as it's a good, healthy thing. You know, I don't see anything wrong with it. Right. So, so you've done this uh, for how long? When, when was it that you started your experiment? Um, it's been a little over two years now. So okay. I, yeah, it's been a little over two years when I might, you know, so um, I finished my, my book came out about five, six months ago. So it's still pretty okay. recent, but um, it's been about two years for me. And like I said, the first two months were kind of the official test just to see if I could even do this. And then as I was doing it, like six months, eight months, I think, you know, maybe I should write a book, you know, to see if other people might be interested and I could kind of show them how to do it. And as you mentioned, uh, I think it was Vicki, in my book, it is a little bit of a workbook. Um, There's, um, besides suggestions on substitutes and so forth, you know, there's, I think, one or two forms where you can actually Xerox it and work, you know, for your week Mm -hmm. and, and kind of like write down, especially for the your beginning test of what, how you eat, what you do or don't um, eat, or what your limitations might be. Um, I also try to put in my book a lot of inspirational quotes because I do a lot of that for some of my other writing to be inspirational and motivational to help people hopefully feel motivated and have some inspiration to um, to follow whatever their journey is that they're doing. Um, and so that's that's part of it too. Um, and, you know, also in the end of the book, I think I have some things about not only just eating, but how can you, you know, um, incorporate more into your lifestyle to make all of you 
feel a little bit better, like whether it's meditation or exercise or just being kind to the general, you know, to everybody. I mean, just to try to do some things to help, you know, elevate all of your life, hopefully in a positive way. Right. And, you know, I really like that. And I like the fact that the way that you approach it, it just makes it feel sustainable. You know, it doesn't make it feel overwhelming. It doesn't make it feel like, like, you know, um, how am I ever going to be able to keep this up beyond, you know, eight weeks or whatever? It feels sustainable. Well, and that's kind of how I needed to do it for myself. So I was thinking like, because I was the quote unquote guinea pig here, I thought, okay, how if I have a party? How if I have this big party? I don't want to, and it's on a Tuesday or whatever. One of my days I usually go vegan. I don't necessarily want to, I mean, some days I might do that, but how if I don't. So I thought, okay, I have to put in some some different ideas here. So that's why I thought people can substitute their days or their meals. They can either prorate in advance or after or switch their meals or switch their days or say, okay, instead of doing Monday, Tuesday, you know, whatever, I mean, or I'll do this meal and that meal. So, and I have, um, there was a, an example I gave, um, for traveling as well, because I'm a big traveler. And sometimes I thought, okay, what am I going to do for that? <laughs> you know, because I, I like to eat everything as we just discussed. So my first big international trip when I had first started this a few months later was going to Argentina. And they're mostly not very vegan friendly, but they are, there are some vegetarian options there. But when I was trying, so for the most part, I thought, well, okay, what do you do when you're on, on vacation? You can follow if you want and do your usual plan. Or you can give yourself a leeway or, you know, basically claim traveler's dispensation so that you can like, okay, I'll, I'll either skip it or I'll work around it. So I, I try to give people options. You can do things. But when I came back from that trip, like on that trip, I had some vegan meals, but there weren't a lot of options for it. I had probably more vegetarian options during that time because they're very big on, you know, meat, carne, it's very, you know, mm-hmm. big in their culture. But there are other options. You know, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of good fruits and vegetables down there too. And of course they have international cuisine and it's very delicious. Um, but when I, but I didn't do a lot on that time. And so, I mean, I kind of tried to substitute certain days. And when I came back, I just, I did more or sometimes I'll prorate in advance before or after if I have a vacation or if I go to a country or a city now and they do have a lot of vegan options, then I will try to do it. So it just, you know, but I try to keep it open for people to make their choices. It doesn't have, this isn't a life sentence for anybody. This is, you do what's best for you. I mean, this is, it, this only works if it works for you. So yeah. that's why people need to create their own plan of what works best for them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one, some, some of the biggest uh, pushback I get from people sometimes, and, and again, I'm not, it's usually when we're just talking like they're, oh, you're a vegetarian? Oh, well, I could never do that because I love my cheeseburgers or I love my, you know, and I'm like, yeah, it's not like, Again, all or nothing. I mean, some people choose to do that, and that's absolutely fine. But yeah. uh, if that's not what you can do, if you can say, well, I'll, you know, even three days, like you just said, that's something. Right. You know, or even like I said, somebody just wants to try it one day a week, and they think, hey, I might be kind of interested in that. I'm not sure if I could do it all the time. You know, they could just try it one day a week. Or right. do, you know, one meal a week to start, and then if they like oh, it, that's do great, two. Yeah. That's a really right? And they could just do one meal or two, or like try doing one breakfast, one lunch, one dinner a week first if they mm-hmm. want. Doing you know this to see if they could try it. 
Yeah. You know, what's funny is that when I was, life was a little more structured when I was in my corporate job. <laughs> so I had like st- more structured meals. It's one of the weird things now working from home, both of us working here. It's like we have weird unstructured meals. But um, when I was working in my corporate job, I, re- they, I would have certain days where I ended up eating vegan just even by accident. Like I didn't really right. think about it, but because I was trying to cut back on eggs or I was trying to cut back on cheese just because of cholesterol and fat, you know, and that kind of thing. But right. um, I'd end up eating vegan and it wasn't a big deal again, because I wasn't making it a big deal. It was just like, well, I can have eggs tomorrow if I want it, but today I'm going to skip them. Yeah. Yeah. You can give, you know, you can give yourself options and that's, um, you know, and that's, I think that's always, it's a good thing, but it's, it's fine for people to be full-time vegans if they want to be, that's, that's okay. Yeah. And it's fine yeah. for people to be full-time vegetarians and for people that don't want any of it, that's also okay. People can do, you know, what they want, but this, this just gives some good healthy options to incorporate at least a little if a person is interested, you know, if they're curious, if they're interested in exploring it more, whether it be for their own nutritional value or for the environment or for both or to help them reduce their cholesterol for some, you know, maybe a um, health issue that they're dealing with or to help, you know, with certain things. It's always, I think it's always good for people to incorporate more fruits and vegetables in their life if they can, because that, for the most part, I don't think hurts too many people. And um, to have options for different kinds of protein sources if, you know, I mean, I've always loved different kinds of nuts, almonds, walnuts, things. And, and there's so many benefits to just, in different types of vitamins you get from different foods. So it's always a good idea to mix, I think, when you can, just to have different nutrients and vitamins if, if people are interested. So, mm-hmm. so one last question before we mm-hmm. um, wrap up and, and let people know where they can find you. So when you got sure. to the end of the eight weeks, yeah, was there a fork in the road for you or was it kind of a no-brainer like, oh, I can do this, I'm just going to keep going? Or did you think, ah, you know, was there a par- part where you thought, uh, maybe I'll just go back to what I was doing. <laughs> well, I could have. I mean, I could have yeah. if I would like, you know, but for the most part, well back, well, back to one of your original questions when you were talking about some of the obstacles. So in the very beginning when I was doing this, sometimes I would be like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for my non-vegan days to come. Because in the very beginning, it was like, it was tough. It, it, it was a little tough to get it started. Not always, but at sometimes like, oh, I really wish I could eat what they're eating, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it was interesting because in like the second month, some days I would be like, oh, I really am looking forward to my vegan days. You know, like after I kind of gave myself like, okay, these days I don't, I can eat whatever. But I was like, oh, I kind of like that structure too. So it's, as you get more used to things you, and you learn about more options of what you can eat, it becomes a little easier. Um, and of course, like I said, I discovered you have different vegan, op- you know, ice cream options, <laughs> you know, pie, there's all kinds of stuff. So it's not really just eating um, only if, you know, fruits and vegetables is not what vegan is, be- is about. And once people know more about all the different foods they can eat, they'll, they see that. So um, the one thing that I did have to be careful about when I did eat vegan food, which is, is something like I noticed because I'm kind of salt sensitive, is that that was the one downfall, downfall excuse me, that I, I discovered with a lot of vegan food that was not what I would make, you know, like just make at home or whatever on my own, is that there's a lot of sauces, because I guess to cover up that there's other things that aren't there sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes there would be more sodium, I think, in a lot of uh, some vegan uh, food options that I would have 
outside. So I had to, that's something I had to be careful about. So I, I kind of mentioned that in my book a little bit. And so I started to always say, if I could, can I get the sauce on the side or whatever? Because a lot of the times that was the one thing I did notice that was a little harder for me is that there would be more sauce and I'm not a big sauce. I like a little less sauce. So um, that was just, that was one of the things. But for the most part, I felt like, you know, I kind of like this. I can kind of, I can incorporate this into my life as I want. And like I said, um, you know, now I kind of mix up my meals throughout the week, but I still kind of keep track. And I, I, when I kind of look sometimes at what I've written in my little food journal, whatever, I notice that I pretty much am still a three-day vegan and I'm mostly a three-day vegetarian. And a lot of times I maybe have two or maybe three non-vegetarian meals a week. So it just is sort of like, because I've sort of incorporated um, these kind of ideas into the way I eat now. So what's kind of fun, it's almost like learning a new language. And I speak a few other languages, so it's kind of like you feel like you get a share in something with another group of people that maybe I didn't understand before. You know, like mm-hmm. it's like if you speak uh, Spanish or French or, or German or whatever language you might speak, if you if you, you know, for people that don't understand the language, you'd be like, oh, I hear them speaking, but I don't know what they're saying. And almost like before, you know, people that were vegan, I'd understand a little bit, but it was almost like a different language I didn't understand. So this kind of gave me a way to understand the language and decide what I liked and could incorporate in my life. And it just gives me more options. It gives me a lot more healthy options um, that, that I can incorporate when I want. Um, I think in a way it's good in the beginning to have a structure of like, if you wanted to be one day, two days, three days, whatever, just to kind of keep, kind of have an idea of those days in your mind when you're first starting out, because I think it helps you um, create the consistency and the structure. But then once you kind of know how it works and what kind of foods you can incorporate, then you might make some new rules. Like, uh, like I said, like I kind of mix my meals throughout the week. Now it's not just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It could be, you know, any day I could eat vegan or, or non-vegan, but so, but kind of like you have more of the confidence once you understand what there is or what kind of foods that you like and that you want to incorporate. And um, <clears throat> so for me, as long as I feel like it's, you know, I, 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 I just do the things I enjoy. There was a, recently I was on a little, uh, kind of a little vacation and I was on my kind of a day where I normally don't traditionally think I have to eat anything vegan if I don't want to, but I was at this restaurant and they had this really great vegan option and I was thinking, oh, but I don't need to, but I kind of really want to try it. So part of me is so curious to see what everyone has. If I, you know, so you kind of will find that you will incorporate even when you don't even think you need to because you're like, oh, I know I like that now. You know, I really love that portobello um, mushroom sandwich with that avocado or something like that. And you'll be like, yeah, I really, so it gives you more options. It gives you more opportunities for discovering new cuisines, new foods, and, um, you know, hopefully some healthy, um, options that you enjoy into your life. Um, and as long as I think a person can make it how it best works for them with their schedule, whether they choose how many days they want to do and when they want to do it and, they have options for um, working around it. Like if there's a big party or if they're on vacation or whatever, I think it makes it more manageable for people if they're, you know, curious about wanting to incorporate it into their life, even in a part-time way, because to me, um, you know, it's better than nothing. It's better than not doing it all. If it's something that you feel could be good for your health and it could add some more nutritional value and be good for the environment too. So. 
Absolutely. Great advice. So uh, we are going to have a link to your book, Three Day Vegan, in the show notes uh, of this episode. And then where, where are some other places that people can find, find out what you're up to? Yeah. So, well, yeah. So people can go, go for more on Three Day Vegan. They could go to 3dayvegan.com. Um, they could also go to the publisher's website, goldengatepublish.com. Um, it could also be found on Amazon. Just, I would suggest to put my name with the correct spelling in with the book title, just so you don't have to go through all, all those many pages of who knows what might show up. Okay. <laughs> and um, also, I have, um, I have like a little writing uh, Twitter account that's not really just on 3D Vegan. It's just like because I do random creative things and sometimes poems, sometimes inspirational things, just some, sometimes just things about what's happening in the news or I post some photography that I do. Um, that's all, I have a little thing on Twitter just at title wordsmith. And uh, so pretty much in those places, people can find out kind of what I'm doing or what's going on. And if anybody has any questions, though, about 3-Day Vegan, they can go on my 3dayvegan.com site, um, and there's a place that they can send me a question. Also, um, like if anyone wants to order the book, if they go to 3dayvegan.com or goldengatepublish.com, and make a note that they want me to sign it. I can then do a special signing for them, but they just can need to make a note about that. I can't do that for Amazon because those things are, you know, separate. But um, I can make sure to have some books signed if anybody specifically wants it if they go to the other sites. Very cool. Well, we awesome. will have links to all of that in the show notes. Were you going to say something, Marissa? No, I just said awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah it was really so- nice. It oh, was really nice talking. It was really nice talking to you, Shivani. We've it's been yeah. a pleasure talking about this. It it's uh, it really resonates, like I said, with our with our own philosophy. But we know it's going to really resonate with a lot of the folks in our community. So thank you so much for putting this out there. Yeah, thank oh, well, you. Oh, thank you so much for having me as as a guest. I really have enjoyed the opportunity to speak to both of you, and I wish you both well. And hopefully, you are going to be all safe and healthy uh, where you are. And um, and hopefully we'll all get back to hopefully a, hopefully a normal situation, hopefully soon. But right. so stay safe and healthy. And thank you so much for having me um, on, your, on your show. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye. We hope you enjoyed this interview with Siobhan Smith. Her approach to veganism fits very much in line with our approach, and that is you don't need to think about things as all or nothing. Like I mentioned, I think a big obstacle to people is to think, I can never have my favorite cheeseburger again. If you think about it that way, of course, you're never even going to want to start. So why not just start three days at a time? It was really interesting, really good interview, and I look forward to talking to her about what she's working on in the future. Absolutely. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.